0: if the playoffs started today, which they don't, but if, let's discuss matchups with the current standings. So uh, as of our recording today, Miami and Charlotte played one of their games in hand and it ended in a 2-2 draw and they will play each other again in four days. So Ken, let's get into this Let's figure out how these final places will shape up for the MLS Cup playoffs. 2023 edition. That shit is a a two-pack of (laughs) ass.
1: What did I do wrong? No, 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 no. It's not you. It's just that there is a very interesting like a uh, thing happening because so many teams make the MLS playoffs that one team that has finished its season already because it's finished its season already um they have more points than other teams that have not so they as of today are... they're in the playoffs but eliminated <laughs>
0: <laughs> from said playoffs <laughs> No, 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 I want to. Nobody wants to tell
1: the truth. <laughs> like, what are we doing here, my man? Like, is it just me? Is it just me? Like, I mean,
0: yes, but no. I feel like for this designation, they should be removed from contention. Like, you're not in a playoff spot, actually.
1: Yeah. But I mean, because you
0: mathematically cannot be. But I also understand that by the point total right now, it is what it is. If the
1: playoffs started today, (laughs) (laughs) if the playoffs started today, they're in the playoffs. Um, oh my god and there are eight nine matchup with montreal we got the montreal and dc united who don't have a coach and technically like could not are not in the playoffs um
0: and the hey. wild shit is is dc would have won that
1: game <laughs> yeah they probably would have won that game
0: <laughs> um, It's a minus four goal differential versus a minus 15
1: you want to give it to them because i mean they would have made the playoffs today
0: uh, for the sake of chaos, let's do it. Fuck it.
1: And, um, we didn't even um, start this correctly. Um, we were so eager to shit on DC Unite <laughs> already. Um, I was baited personally. Oh, uh, yeah, probably. Um, that we didn't divide our Eastern and like we didn't do our pick them for Eastern and Western conferences. Um, so this week we are going to do the battle of barbecue pause. Oh, well, I, okay. I didn't say meat. I said barbecue. Okay. Um, okay. Okay. So, who has better barbecue, St. Louis or Nashville? St. Louis. Okay.
0: Rock, 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 rocks, 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 Fontaine.
1: Yeah, everybody listening to Nashville, you hear rocks. He you said your barbecue ain't shit <laughs> compared to St. Louis.
0: <laughs> give, 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 give me a, hear me good a, <laughs> <damn>. <laughs> I'm just saying oh, the floor barbecue here. is a thing in America so that, that ain't no lightweight shit bro you can't just be in the conversation you gotta be <coughs> prominent in the conversation and there's a lot of cities out there that got some incredible barbecue and Nashville while I'm sure it's very, very good, and they have some major players. St. Louis is one of them ones. Absolute violation. Absolute violation. Uh, Hold know. on. How's that a violation?
1: I mean, I, I just think you're violating Nashville right now. Oh. I just, okay, that's fair. Because like, I'm
0: actually giving it up to
1: you. Without saying, matter of fact, this is the top three.
0: (laughs) Yeah, shut up. This is the top three. We're going to go pretty much pick a a city in Texas.
1: Okay, pick a city. Because we ain't
0: going to even start that fight. Texas is, they're just, the state is one of them ones. Uh Then we're going to go North Carolina. Yeah. And then St. Louis.
1: Okay. Yeah, I give you that. I give you that. I mean, I'm just I'm just being messy because everybody knows the top two are like Texas and North Carolina. And like North mm-hmm. Carolina, two, Texas is number one. Unless you talk to Lawrence from Insecure because you remember Lawrence got in a fight with uh, Nathan on Insecure over who had the best barbecue. Uh, and what did were- he say? I didn't watch that shit, but what did he say? So Lawrence said LA had better barbecue.
0: Nigga. All right. All right. That's enough. But, I mean,
1: they weren't really talking about barbecue they were talking about who were fucking uh, Issa Rae better because they were both like uh, they were both. Yeah. Insecure was messy, bro. I don't even know. Like, I don't even know how I know how we got here. That that was a wild, <laughs> I don't know how we got here, but that was a wild tangent, but like, yeah. Um, <laughs> insecure is messy. Long story short. Um, yeah. So in North Carolina, barbecue number two, Texas number 1. Yeah, I'm just being messy. Uh so we'll start on the West Coast. Um Let's see 8-9 matchup. We've got Dallas and San Jose. Uh Dallas and San Jose 8-9 matchup. Who you got? Dallas. We've got St. Louis and Dallas
0: 1-8. St. Louis
1: Sponsored by Sprite. Uh, <laughs> we got LAFC and Portland two seven. LAFC. Um, we've got Seattle and Vancouver three six. Ooh, Seattle! But boy, that's gonna be a good game. Um, and then we've got Houston and Salt Lake.
0: Houston and Salt Lake uh Houston.
1: All right. Uh Rock Chalk around here. Rock chalk Jayhawk. Is that what they say? Yep. Okay. Um St. Louis and Houston.
0: Mm. St. Louis.
1: Uh LAFC and Seattle. They always get here. Two and three. Shit. Seattle. Uh St. Louis and Seattle. Seattle. This is the second week you've picked Seattle to win the West. Are They're you back, back, my boy? What? They are back, back. Okay. I mean, that's the thing about uh, the MLS playoffs is like you don't have to be like hot all year. You just got to be hot at the right time. Yep. Um. Let's see. Western Conference. We've got Seattle down the West. Yeah, we're headed over to right now. Um, Montreal and D.C. You already said Yeah.
0: D.C. Just for the fuckery. Uh,
1: Cincinnati or D.C.? Cincinnati. Orlando and Nashville. Nashville. Uh, Philadelphia and Atlanta. Shit. Uh... Atlanta. Columbus and New England. Columbus. So um Cincinnati and Columbus. Hell is real. <laughs> Cincinnati. Yeah. Um Atlanta and Orlando. Ooh, Atlanta. Cincinnati and Atlanta. Cincinnati so that, would be, that would be in Cincinnati yeah so Cincinnati and Seattle Seattle This is the second this is the second week my man that you've picked Seattle to win it so you really are like coalescing around like Seattle this time of year right is that just kind of like playoff bias like is that Like, you know, they've done it so many times they, you know, just kind of stick out as a team that, like, kind of rounds to form now. Or, like, you know, do you think, like, other teams are falling off? Because, I mean, like, they're going to have to go through LAFC probably. They're going to have to go through St. Louis probably. Like, what's going to prevent, like, those other teams from, like, knocking Seattle off? Um. Seattle has
0: the club culture and pedigree to lean on to take them to another gear in this scenario. It's like, this is, we are literally forged by this type of environment. These teams just got here. And that shit matters.
1: Okay, I mean I think LA I think LAFC would have something to say about that, but I mean also
0: certainly possible.
1: Like, you know, it's not like, you know, I think the West is definitely I think the West is definitely the conference. Uh I don't know like what team's going to come out of the West. Uh I don't think it's going to be St. Louis, but I mean it could easily be LAFC or um Seattle. But whatever whatever team uh, comes out of the West, I think has to be the favorite to win MLS Cup. They're just better teams in the West. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Do you want to talk? Um. Do you want to talk NWSL or US Men's National Team? I don't really have much on either. I mean, I do have some on both, but I don't really. Um
0: I'm more interested in the U.S. men's national team, but I didn't watch the full Germany game. I oh. tuned in after we scored the first goal mm-hmm. and then I watched us <laughs> get absolutely destroyed from that point on.
1: Uh, you saw that we scored the first goal and you thought
0: like we was gone. Like- I was like, oh shit. They might have yeah. did something. And yeah, no. they didn't.
1: My phone started buzzing like Christian Pulisic scored and like I was getting like alerts on my phone. I was like, I'd never get alerts from any of these apps like mm-hmm. it's, like Christian Pulisic scores against Germany. Yeah, And it was a good
0: ass goal, too.
1: And I was like, wait, we're playing Germany. And then like I was like, wait, we're like because I knew we were an international window, but I thought they were all friendlies. And like, sure enough, they were all friendlies. And like, I was like, all right, like, you know, this is cool, I guess. (laughs) And then it went from see Kristen Pulisic scored against Germany. To like the scoreline doesn't matter. It's all about performance. (laughs) 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 Uh Uh Uh-huh. <laughs> like, okay,
0: and then they went on to duke it out with Ghana and they won that game handily 4-0, 4 scored in the first half yeah um, it's Ghana, Yeah, man. I didn't see any of that game so I don't know you know what that means but Doesn't listen it's all tune time. up shit anyway you gotta get as prepared as possible for a 2026 World Cup so you have, gonna have a, lot games, a lot of games a lot of system figuring out all sort of stuff going on. So I'm not too mad at it. Um, the we're Germany fine. result obviously could have been much, much better. But to bounce right back and get a quality result against Ghana is a step in the right direction, I guess. We're, we're fucked. fucked. You got to give them a little
1: bit of bail, man. No, we're fucked. Okay. Like... Not because we, like, not because we don't have the pieces to succeed. It's just, like, we are never going to, we're never going to be able to stop people from scoring when it matters. Like, we're just never going to be able to stop people from scoring when it matters. And, like, you know, like, there are a couple of ways to do it. And, like, it's not like a defending issue in terms of like we don't have the people or the bodies it's a defending issue in terms of like tactically our like coaches are not like managing like game situations well and, like, you know, I hate to be, like, analytics bro about it, but, like, there's a reason that, like, you know, those, like, likelihood to score, like, you know, XG charts and stuff like that, like, kind of exist because, like, all chances are not created the same, right? right. And, like, you know, if you can't stop people from scoring like you're never going to like you're just never going to be a dominant team in the world because at some point you're just going to have to buckle down and like win a game where you like you know you grind it out yeah and we can do that against like small teams but i mean like we're not gonna go like you know dominate a team and then score a goal and then say you know take your best shot right like that's not going to be us and like i think that's what it takes to win a world cup like you saw what argentina had to do with messi like
0: um i just want to say that several episodes ago you said the us men's national team was winning the 2026 world cup <laughs>
1: Yeah, but I mean a lot of things are different. A lot of things are different. And you first say Triple
0: G is back. What? Is that first of all Triple G is back.
1: Oh, that's the number one thing. Oh, that's the number one thing. That is such a bad that is such a bad decision. And like I like Burhalter as a person. I like him as a coach. Like I've met him before. Like he's not a bad dude. Like you know, as much as I can tell, like, you know, from watching a soccer game with him at a bar. But like, you know, I think the big problem that like uh, I think the big problem that Berhalter like is consistently going to have like with our setup is that um, his tactics I don't want to say they're very direct, but they're very straightforward. And like we don't have good enough players to have very straightforward tactics. Like you're not going to be able to have your tactics and play your way with our pool of players and like impose your will on another country. Like, well, on a lot of other countries, right? Like you'll be able to do that to Ghana. And be Ghana for nothing. But, I mean, like, you know, you saw what happened when, like, you know, we turned it up, you know, versus Germany. And then they turned it up versus us. Right? Like, so, you know. And we we saw
0: it against Netherlands in the World Cup.
1: Yeah, it's just different gravy. And it's not, like, anything, like, you know, it's not anything... You know, against Greg, because like, you know, or yeah, yeah, it's not anything against Greg. I guess I called that on a first name basis. I don't know, because like, it seems like he's a pretty good coach. It's just like, you know, that's not you. You look at a team like France, right? France is the best team in the world. Right. And you see the fluidity in which they like roll out formations based on who's available Like, you know, who's like, you know, there to play, um, their opponent, like, you know, they have a general run and a shape that like is their favorite, but I mean, like they're very tactically fluid on just based on who's available, who's their first team, like, you know, so on and so forth. Right. Um, that is, that is like the future of football, you know, and like a lot of teams, Like if you look at all the top teams out there, like there's either some type of fluidity in that way of like variation that they can play or they've got like a goat. Right. So, you know, the U S is number 11, like, you know, in the world, but like, you know, they're there just based on like population size you know what i mean like we got 300 million people in the country right like it doesn't have to be our number one sport right like you know we still got a pretty large pool of like you know people to pull from mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. even though we you know and if we produce average to above average players you know like we're go- we're gonna be pretty solid <laughs> in the FIFA world rankings every year right like yeah. you know What does that mean in terms of, like, aesthetically and, like, psychologically how the game is played?
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Like, you know, I don't know. You know, and that's generally the big question.
0: Yeah, man, there is a lot to hope for with the U.S. men's national team. But there is also clearly a skill gap that needs to be covered and it doesn't have really much to do with the players that Mm -hmm. are on the field, but how they're managed.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think you get a more technically fluid coach in here. Like, and I think, you know, the possibilities for this team, like become, very different in terms of like, you know, what they are able to achieve like with available pieces. Right. Cause not all these pieces are going to be available. Not all these pieces honestly need to play a lot. Like geo doesn't need to play a lot. Like not saying that like, you know, in any type of like, you know, disrespectful manner to him. But, I mean, like, you know, I'm trying to tailor a game plan where Geo plays, what, 65, 70 minutes. And if we're winning, he's the first guy hooked at, like, 70, 75. Mm-hmm. You know, get him off, put him in bubble wrap. Like, you know, in any type of major tournament, if he doesn't have to play the third game of the group phase, he's not. Right? Right. Like, you know, you need to have that type of tactical flexibility, but that also comes with like a security of like, you know, playing a certain style that Greg Berhalter might not necessarily like be so comfortable with, you know, because he's not a international like coach and not like he's not like an international coach in terms of like class, but more like He's not an international coach in terms of tactics. Like, international tactics are different than, like, you know, club tactics. So,
0: Well, that is that on the U.S. men's national team and their friendlies over this past international break. Looking forward to catching more games with them and seeing how they develop this team into something that will be an actual – contender in a 2026 world cup if there's any time to be the best you've ever been and put up the best performance the u.s men's national team has ever produced 2026 is it man more so than 94 this is the time the game is booming in such a major way here you got to put some numbers on the board the time is right now this has been chop soccer podcast we up out of here